0: Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch the Rob O'Donnell Show anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show, and uh, you can download it, listen whenever you want to listen. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs. Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit RoadScholar.com. Well, I, I want everyone to take out a pen if you can, if you're home, if you're listening, and I want you to write down a website kisses to cancer 5 kcom That's kisses to cancer K-I-S-S-E-S-T-O. C-A-N-C-E-R 5K.com. And we're going to talk a little bit about that now. Great event coming up that I I want you all to pay attention to. Uh, We have some uh, members now. We have uh, the public information officer, Joseph Goya, from the Wilkes University Air Force ROTC program. And we have some family members with us, Sandy and Mike. Uh, Joseph, tell us who we got on the phone
1: all righty thank you today rob uh thank you for helping us and thank you for helping us to promote our race that we've got going on um with me today i've got sandy and mike adams um we're throwing this race uh we're throwing this 5k race this saturday september 30th um in order to honor uh, major candace adams ismeral who was an alumni at our detachment at wilkes university um and like i said We've got her parents here speaking um, more about her legacy with me today.
0: Well, I, I truly uh, am grateful for you joining us, Sandy and Mike, uh, for your daughter's inspiration here. Um, my condolences on her loss, but that does not go unnoticed because of events like this. So, so tell us a little bit about your daughter um, and, and her life.
2: Wow. It's like, where where should I start first, Rob? Um, i nice, pleased to meet you. Hi, Joey. Um, Hi, Mike ben. is right beside me. Uh, Mike, would you like to? I'm, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm a little nervous. A, that's right,
0: that's <laughs> uh, don't, don't be nervous. Well, um, for, let's, let's start with
3: the little thing that was uh, sent to me uh, that I think kind of encapsulates Candace. Uh, no matter how bad uh, things got, uh, she didn't show that to many people. Um, but this 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 particular saying was this way: says Candace made broken look beautiful, and strong look invincible. She walked with the universe on her shoulders and made it look like a pair of wings. That's Candace. <laughs> That's, That's Candace.
0: a great synopsis here. And, and she she was accepted to Wilkes University under the Air Force ROTC cadet program from 1999 to 2003. Um, went on to an gotcha. extraordinary career in the Air Force, raising to the rank of major, and uh, had a battle mm-hmm. with cancer that, that she, she fought, mm-hmm. like probably like everything else, head on.
3: Uh, you betcha, she sure did, and for a long time, and it bouncing back.
2: Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, Definitely.
0: So, so, Joseph, tell us about the program at Wilkes University, um, what it's about, what you're there for, so the, so the listeners know about the program as a whole, and then we can talk a little bit more about this event.
1: Can do, Rob. Um, so, over at Wilkes University, um, we are Air Force Detachment 752, um, and we have an Air Force RRTC program. That's what our detachment is for. Um, and how the program works is basically for the first two years, um, for your first two years uh, of college, you get your college degree, and your freshman and your sophomore year, you directly go through your military training. So every Thursday, um, Whoops University takes in schools from around the area and cadets around the area, um, and they receive their stringent military training. That's your most uh, stereotypical stuff that you see in the movies and everything, you know, marching discipline, your proper customs and courtesies, your teamwork and your followership skills. Um, And then after your first two years in the program, um, during your sophomore summer, uh, you go down to Maxwell Air Force Base, Alabama for field training, which is like our our boot camp in the program. Um, And then once you come back, you're part of the professional officer force. And so that's your junior and your senior year. I'm actually a junior um, right now in the program. And during your junior and senior year, you directly teach the freshman and the sophomore. So the program becomes entirely on your shoulders. You're the person who um, is in charge of being that teacher and that mentor towards future Air Force officers. Um, So that way when you commission eventually after your senior year, um, once you graduate college, you end up commissioning into the Air Force as a second lieutenant. um, And the program helps provide that leadership basis. So that way, you know, your junior and your senior year, um, it's completely a uh, normal wing structure for the Air Force. So you're used to actually leading people. You get that experience and build that confidence. So when you go to start your career later on after you graduate, you already have a basic understanding of how things work.
0: All right. And just looking at the history of Major Candace Adams morale. Um, It looks like she graduated in 2003. She was commissioned into the Air Force as a second lieutenant, like you said, serving as a public affairs officer in in 2005 while working on her first assignment at Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma. She was promoted to deputy director of public affairs and named the Air Force Material Command's Outstanding Public Affairs Company Grade Officer of the Year. Shortly after, in 2006, she was uh, reassigned to Joint Joint Base Elmford Richardson In Alaska, where she worked uh, in the headquarters of the Alaska Command as Deputy Director of Public Affairs, she once again went above and beyond while in Alaska. Then Adams went above and beyond and call of duty. She led the public affairs planning, coordinated media coverage for the first U.S. fighter plane interception of the first Russian bomber aircraft since the end of the Cold War. Uh, outstanding outstanding uh, you know and uh, the general harry dalton award for public affairs communication and excellence in 27 2007 um just an outstanding patriot outstanding military officer for the air force and an outstanding representation of northeast pennsylvania kudos to you guys sandy and mike being the parent of two naval officers myself um i i know what it takes i know the the life and i know the proudness that you guys feel of your daughter yes
2: we do sir we also our son is also in the air force he works at the uh, pentagon he has a line number to become colonel in may like Light. like Light colonel
0: outstanding outstanding um yeah so so this event this is the second annual event so tell us about the event. It's coming Saturday, September thirtieth, twenty twenty three, at nine a.m. Uh, and again, that kisses to cancer K dot com. You have a sign up link. But tell us about how people can participate in this. How they can uh, become part of this this great event.
3: Well, um, I'm going to let I'm going to let the people there at the Wilkes, um, cover that question. Joey can
2: answer. and yeah. we don't get nothing. But wrong. Uh, <laughs> the bottom line
3: is get involved. Whether you're going to run or or walk, or, or just say hello, um, get involved is uh, for three great places there in Wilkes area. Three, uh, p- three places are going to have benefits. All, All right, right. Go uh, ahead, jo-
0: Joseph, tell us about the event.
3: So first up, our schedule, uh, you mentioned that the
1: race is kicking off at 9 a.m., which is true. Um, however, our doors are going to be opening at 7 a.m., so that way if anybody wants to show up on race day um, last minute, register for it, uh, we will be accepting race day registrations but that'll be till 8 a.m um, and then once 8:30 a.m hits uh, we're going to be doing our opening ceremonies um, talking a little bit about Candace. Um there's also going to be raffle baskets that people can sign up for and buy tickets for then um, as you mentioned the race is going to start off at about 9 a.m um, everybody will have about an hour and a half to complete the 5k and then once it hits 10 30 a.m we're going to be doing our closing ceremonies um, we'll give awards to our uh, major placing uh, people in the 5K. Um, then we'll also be doing our raffle winners, announcing those um, and all that fun stuff. Um, in order to support, however, yes, we will be accepting um, registration on race day. However, as you so generously um, promoted for us, if you go to kisses cancer 5 kcom uh, we have registration forms on there, ways to donate. Um, our sponsors and stuff like that for the race. Um, And we also have plenty on Candace's legacy um, and the specific address for the race as well.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at the website now. It's a great, and all profits are going to the Valor clinic to give back to homeless veterans of Northeast Pennsylvania area, the Wilkes university gold bar providing funds back to where Kansas started her military route, the air force ROTC detachment 752 and relay for life and the fight against cancer Specifically, the uh, Pink Kisses Fund in Candace's name, and again, you could donate right from the website if you're not going to attend in the race. And, and I, I, I see uh, uh, a moving quote by Candace here: uh, "Choose to celebrate life rather than simply survive it." It's such a great quote. Yes.
2: Yep, that was yes. her. Yeah, she had uh, such a strength, Rob. I. I can't say that it's from Mike and I. It just seems to be that just something that she always found and she wanted to do everything. She wanted to make sure that it was done right and with the pride. And she just believes in so much of the military way of life. Uh, she has um, twins, uh, Rafe and Ryder, Ismael, and they live right about three miles from us. And we're always with our grandchildren because my son is not married yet. And I'm kind of Mike and I, I believe, and with my son, Michael, we're like the past and the future for the kids to always make sure that they're uh, anything that they ask or want to see, you know, about their mama.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I want to plug in for um, the debt um, or just people in general, if they were thinking about being ROTC or talk to out of it, a lot of people do talk to out of being there. Candace didn't want to be there the first year. But after that the second year she um, she you couldn't pull her away she was that she got dedicated so for those uh, students you might talk to um, get them signed up get them in that first year and um, let them learn something and step especially in today's world stepping into that career is is a, a great great thing and it will do a lot of good
2: no, yeah, no doubt back to your country is wonderful she always believed in that she just had such a a great will about that. It if is. And
0: true. I'm going to, I'm going to post the link to this on my social media. I'm going to recommend the other hosts here at WILK posted on theirs. I'm going to talk about this for the remainder of the week, each day during my show, uh, Thank to get you. people involved Thank on you. this Saturday. I'll and and, and I'm, I'm going to use the quote from, from Candace choose to celebrate life rather than simply survive it with a link to this, because it's just one of the greatest sayings that I've ever heard from, a, you know, such a strong Patriot that led our country and our military. Um, I'm also going to look, just like you said, uh, Mike, I'm going to look to have the detachment uh, commanding officer in Goyla, you could pass this on to your commanding officer there to come in and talk about the ROTC program at Wilkes University, because I talk about the service academies a lot. I talk about the ROTC programs, and I'd love to get our area um, you know, involved in that as well.
1: Absolutely. We're always happy, and we're always welcome to talk about as much with the program as possible and spread as much word about it as possible, too.
0: All right. So it's the second annual Kisses to Cancer 5K in memory of a United Air Force major who attended the Wilkes University Air Force ROTC program, a graduate from there, Candace Adams Ismorel, um, who says choose to celebrate life rather than simply survive it. I thank you guys for giving us your story and lending it to us, and we're going to get as many people out there as we can.
3: Thank you. Thank
1: you,
2: Rob.
0: Thank you, you guys.
2: Thank you very much. Thanks a bunch.
0: Okay. (laughs)
4: Learning how to hang yeah, up the phone. Okay, I think well, I got it there. I was it's gonna fun. like we could sit here with dead air for the yeah. next five minutes until Rob I, figures I out the phone. I can't do
0: I figured out the phone. I
4: it's, was gonna ask you is you were a New York City homicide detective. You've done. You have a resume that uh, is longer than my height, and you can't figure out a phone, and you can't do more than one thing at once. What year is this phone
0: system from? Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm there's no conference call it's a hit buttons hit this button here raise your hand here and wiggle wiggle this over here and you can get things okay okay so it's time for traffic and weather Nikki's picking on me
4: you know i kind of like you (laughs) but maybe not really no i'm only kidding (laughs) this traffic update is brought to you this Penteladata Internet Traffic Update is brought to you by the Dales, Scales, and Ales Fall Festival at Electric City Aquarium. A little bit of slowing. 81 southbound through the Scranton area. You might dip below 30 miles an hour. That's just due to heavy traffic. Slight delays on Blackman Street right around 309. That could be due to construction. And... It may be a little bit slow go heading out on Route 6 East to Casey Highway at Dunmore. Whenever you see a traffic problem call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic.
0: Thank you, Nikki, I guess. And you weren't gonna say thank <laughs> so you. Thank now. you, Nikki, I guess.
4: <laughs> That's okay.
0: <laughs> Here's the Storm Tracker sixteen forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, partly cloudy and cool, low forty-six. Wednesday, mix of sun and clouds, high sixty eight. Thursday, mostly sunny, high sixty eight. Friday, spotty showered possible, high sixty-eight again. It's currently sixty degrees and cloudy here at five twenty-four at your official weather station, W I L K. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on W.I.L.K. News Radio. 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. Uh, I just posted the links to uh, Kisses to Cancer 5K on my social media, both my ex, which is formerly Twitter, and my Facebook page. You could follow me at Rob O'Donnell on Facebook or at O'Donnell underscore R on Twitter. Uh, The link is there. You could read all about... Uh, major Candy, Candace Adams Ismerelli. And uh, find out her story. Again, uh, her quote from the website really sticks with me. Choose to celebrate life rather than simply survive it. It's a great outlook. Um, unfortunately, she lost her battle with Cantor in 2016, but not after serving our nation, raising to the rank of major. An outstanding woman, outstanding leader, and uh, hopefully we get a great turnout. They got great sponsorships here, um, websites, very user-friendly, so sign up for the 5K if you can. You can walk it, you can run it. Hopefully uh, the weather's great and they get a great turnout for a great event. And, again, the the proceeds, all the profits are going to the Valor Clinic, the Wilkes University Gold Bar, which is uh, the Air Force ROTC Detachment 752 at Wilkes University, and Relay for Life, three great organizations to support. So hopefully you get out and support it. You can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Looking through some text messages. Yes, Target has just reported that they are closing a plethora of stores, some of them being in New York City. I didn't see any from the our area, but I didn't look into the story in depth, but they said they are closing multiple locations due to theft and the safety of their employees and customers. I think we're going to see more of that if we don't see a turnaround in crime, especially retail crime, which a lot of the people who want to excuse crime think is... Uh, it's a property crime. It's not. Viol- it's not violent. It doesn't affect anyone. Insurance covers it. Big corporations can take the hit, um, and they've written it off. And we've seen what happens. That 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 turns into once there's an opening there for organized crime to move in. And if you don't think these smash and grabs by dozens of individuals, planned, coordinated, um, is organized crime, you're sadly mistaken. It is organized crime. We saw just in our area, individuals stealing from the big box hardware stores—your Home Depot, your Lowe's, your Ace True Value, and such—returning half equipment, returning equipment with different SKU numbers, selling it on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, this is big business, and if you don't think it is, people—people people are are not only making a living, but making a very good criminal enterprise out of stuff like this. And when it goes unpunished, when you open up an avenue for people to make money criminal and in a criminal enterprise, they're going to do that. They're going to do that. Just like, you know, you talk about legalizing drugs and once you legalize drugs and you, you, um, once you legalize drugs and, uh, tax it and make it more expensive, you actually increase the illegal market who can undercut you because not only are you making a profit, not only are companies making a profit, the state's taking a large profit from the taxation and um, you know you you get that criminal enterprise that moves in to where they normally were. Now, there was obviously already illegal drug sales, but not only do you have that, but you've actually increased it because you've made a bigger market for it because Sooner or later, people who wish to buy it legally and costs are so much and so high for everything with inflation, if they can save a few bucks buying their marijuana, if they can buy their few bucks buying in some states psychedelics now, uh, they're going to do so. And if the illegal market undercuts that, people a lot of times, not always, a lot of times will go for less safe methods buying from a reputable state approved, you know, marijuana sale location or a grow house or wherever you get it from in that state to their local guy down the street or someone that the friend of a friend or a supplier of a friend that they knew from wherever. And it happens. So the bottom line is here is Target's closing some stores across the nation in high crime areas based on the safety and loss of revenue from the thefts that are going on. It's 533 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Mike. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK news Radio. It is 538 here at the station, 60 degrees and cloudy. Well, we have some sort of breaking news right now, and it's going both ways. So I don't know. You, you can't say I'm picking one side over another. It looks like uh, a judge in New York has found that former President Donald Trump and his company repeatedly violated state fraud laws. In regards to overvaluing his companies in seeking financing and such, now the the, the judges is, is suggesting that he lose some licensing in Penn, in New York City, in New York State, as a punishment for such, which basically makes it harder for his companies to do business in New York. So that's where that's leading, and then you have uh, Hunter Biden received wires and this is coming from the oversight committee hunter biden received wires originating from beijing for more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars from chinese business partners in 2019 wires that listed delaware's home of joe biden as the beneficiary address for the funds now okay you could look at that and say well hunter biden lived there yeah okay you can go with that but joe biden said that his son never received money from china And we're finding that that's not the case. Not only did he receive money from China, he received the money at Joe Biden's house, where there are reports that Joe Biden was charging his son $50,000 a month to live. So those are your two ends of the spectrum that are just coming out now. Uh, Again, a New York judge has determined that Donald Trump's companies and Donald Trump by default Uh, overvalued his companies, overstated his net worth um, in seeking financing and and such in his business dealings. And they're saying that it violated fraud rules in New York. Again, what they're recommending is he lose some business licenses in New York state. Is it a big thing? Is it not a big thing? I don't know. Again, this is just coming out now. And if, if that's what it does and it goes through the appeal process, then that's what he is. I mean, he, he often touts himself as a billionaire, and that's always been questioned, but does that affect you or I or any way? But it obviously affects his business dealings from what the judge said. And on the other end of the spectrum, like I said, Hunter Biden received wires originating from Beijing in more than $250,000 from Chinese business partners in 2019— the wires were listed as the Delaware home of Joe Biden as the beneficiary address for the funds. So those are two uh, two news stories that are coming out now. We'll probably get more overnight and be able to talk about them tomorrow. You think anything sounds suspicious there? Everything sounds suspicious. Oh. It's government. Uh, oh, it's that's about, right. It's all about money and power. Uh, this is right. It's okay. all about money and power. I, I just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Not sorry. a shred of evidence.
4: I, I, I think I, Yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. W- well, you prove it.
0: Not a shred yeah, We don't see n- anything. Yeah, not a shred of evidence. Okay. It's 541. <laughs> it's time for traffic and weather.
4: Thank you, Rob. This Pentela Data Internet Traffic Update is brought to you by Bailey's Cafe in Dalton. Enjoy breakfast and lunch Wednesday through Saturday until 2.30. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. There is a slowdown on 81 through the Scranton area. You're dipping below 30 miles per hour. That's 81 southbound. You're a little jammed up near Route 309 on Blackman Street in Wilkesbury, that due to construction, but other than that, no reports of any accidents at the moment. No, nothing major. No major your backups. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570 883 7269. Nikki Stone, W I L K
0: Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, partly cloudy and cool, low 46. Wednesday, mix of sun and clouds, high 68. Thursday, mostly sunny, high 68. Friday, spotty showers possible, high 68. And it's currently it's currently breaking news. Uh, and again, that's to the Trump fraudulent valuations used to secure loan to Judd rules. That's the breaking news that's coming over instead of the weather. But the weather is 60 degrees and cloudy here at 543, your official weather station, WILK. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It is 547, 60 degrees and cloudy. Uh, Got a text message in that makes sense. Uh, Wouldn't Trump also pay higher taxes and higher insurance premiums if he inflated his values? Plus, doesn't insurance companies check the value of insured items? Yeah, they're supposed to. And again, this will go through an appeals process. It's the first first part of that. And... uh, Again, if Donald Trump never ran for president, would this case even be happening? No, it wouldn't. But because he did, and there's these anti-animists against him, they're going to go follow every avenue they can. And you know what? If they found out he violated the laws, then so be it. Let it go the path it did. But we all know that this investigation wouldn't have even been started if he Didn't run for president to begin with. He would still be a Democrat uh, icon in New York, in New York City. He would still be in all the fun social circles now where they point fingers and uh, make fun of him and and hate him. It's just the facts. If if you look back at, uh, you know, what his circles were in New York prior to him running for president, they were totally different. So... You have to see: are these uh, are these investigations genuine or are they retribution? I think you can make your own decisions there, but let the facts. I mean, if if you're gonna skirt the law, if you're gonna violate the law, you leave yourself out there to things like that. And if he did, and if it goes through the appeals process, and he did, then so be it. But in the same time, you'll see the news tomorrow. How you'll see who leads with a judge found that he inflated his worth and committed fraud in New York business long before he was president. And you're going to see the headlines of Hunter Biden received a quarter million dollars from China to Joe Biden's residence. Both probably bad, one a little bit worse than the other because one, at least you're a legitimate businessman doing legitimate work where on the other side, You've been nothing but a public servant in elected office making millions of dollars. How? I mean, not for nothing, but if you're you're charging your kid $50,000 a month rent to live in your house, well, first of all, why is your kid living in your house? Second of all, why are you charging him $50,000? And where's that $50,000 coming from? There's questions. There's shreds of evidence. You just have to get the shredder and put the pieces together, which, of course, one side doesn't want to do. Looking through some text messages now, of course, you have the typical I hate Trump text messages coming and you have the other people who will say nothing in regards to, you know, the two headlines that I read you. And again, it's all about personal personal motive. Now, um, I got a text message about this earlier and I said I would talk about it. Job security provisions have been the key to the auto workers' negotiation strike. And why do you think job security provisions are being overvalued by the union itself above a percentage of increase in raise and above the hours of work week and above the uh, defined benefit pension rather than the current 401ks that they've moved to, which most companies have moved to. This is just an automaker thing. You know, if they didn't give it up years ago, as a negotiation where they gave up their defined benefit pension for a 401k type pension it, it would have changed by now anyway because most places now all have a 401k type pension job security is the biggest one and that's why some automakers are are doing better with the uh auto workers than other car makers there's the three big the big 3 Stellantis Ford and GM But EVs are fueling the job loss fears. Ford has lost $5 billion in their electric vehicle market. The autoworkers union knows that this push for EV, where they're not selling in the dealers, they're not making money, they're costing money, they're bleeding money left and right, who's going to end up paying for it when the company as a whole? Because they're being forced to go down this road that there's no infrastructure for, that there's nothing for. The United Auto Workers, and that's why these Democrats flooding to talk with them. I mean, you had uh, Ocasio-Cortez. You had Joe Biden just today. He, he, he stood on the picket line for 87 seconds. He stood on the picket line and spoke for 87 seconds. He was in that town less than an hour. He got off his plane, got on his plane within an hour. So is there real support there, or was it a photo op? It was a photo op. And if you look at some of the pictures there of the Auto Workers Union's board looking at him with disgust, and it could just be the snapshot the picture was, but when all of them are looking like that, it's kind of like, okay. And again, it's a snapshot. The Biden administration is pushing an agenda that's a clear and present danger to auto workers. And that's why they're standing and vocally saying this is the first time in decades where a president had marched a picket line with auto workers. This is auto workers. Yes, auto workers should get this. Auto workers should get that. When it's his agenda that's the biggest threat to auto workers. And they know this because job security is number one on their list. Yes, they're throwing all these other things out there. Everybody loves a raise. Everybody would love a lower work week. Everybody would love a bigger pension and to get what they've given back over the years back. But there's a reason why job security is the number, the top tier of their negotiating list. And it's simply because they see what road we're going down. They see that Ford has, uh, has lost $5 billion, basically, in their electric vehicle market. They are seeing that they're closing down plants because they're just not selling. Only 4% of vehicles last year sold were electric vehicles. They are forcing this economy, and I mean the the automobile economy, down a road that it can't sustain, that it can't win at. People are not sold on electric vehicles. We are not at the right stage of infrastructure for widespread electric vehicles. And all the talk that we're going to be total this by this year, we got to be total this by this year, by this year, we're not going to allow combustion engine cars to be sold. It's scaring the hell out of Makers. It's scaring the hell out of buyers. It's scaring the hell out of dealers and, in turn, scaring the hell out of the United Auto Workers. They realize that the risk of job loss is an existential threat to the union itself. The union is trying to expand into other industries such as education and hospitality, hospitality. But it's still lost more than 300,000 members or 45% of its membership in the last 20 years due to membership declines at the big three. So far this century, the UAW says the big three automakers have closed 65 U.S. plants and facilities, most recently a Stellantis assembly plant in Belvedere, Illinois. A lot of this is looking at the EV market. Much of the job losses are due to the drop in the U.S. market share by the year three altogether. In 1999, data from Edmunds shows that the traditional big three had a total sales of 11.5 million vehicles, 68% of the market. By last year, that fell to 51% of the market to 5.7 million U.S. sales. That's vehicles. So in 1999, we sold 11.5 million vehicles. 68% 68% of the market last year it was 51 to 5.7 million which is 41% of the market that's 26 27% drop in the market what they're asking for is unsustainable what they're asking for would bankrupt the and auto industry and yes they deserve raises no doubt no doubt they deserve break, uh, raises but it's the EV market that's scaring the hell out of the auto workers, making it the top priority job security. Not money, job security. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell Show in a minute. We've got some more breaking news from ABC News. The federal probe into President Biden's handling of classified documents prior to becoming president has grown into a sprawling investigation, sources say. Several sources estimate As many as 100 witnesses have already been interviewed with interviews conducted as recently as last week. A little more breaking news from ABC. We'll probably talk about that tomorrow, too. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show today on this Tuesday, September 26, 2023. God bless, be safe, and we will do it again tomorrow.